I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wrestle Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. We're back with more from WrestleMania 21. I had quite the uh, Twitter fun yesterday. Oh, did you know? Yeah. Um, Are you tweeting um, um, famous women? <laughs> if I am, it's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have ghost and burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> so you can write on uh, like glamour models' pages, oh, looking good. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> Sexy lady number one. <laughs> when you come to Bulgaria, I write a lot. <laughs> There is actually a guy who does that on all of the um, uh, like divas. Uh, they're not divas anymore. The female superstars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does that a lot, and he's constantly going. I want to book you for my promotion. No, I no. I think he's from the African continent. Right. Okay. And he's continually sort of saying, "I want to book you." And a few people at the start had gone, "Oh, okay. Well, here's the details to send it." And he go, oh, no, "No, no, no. Just want to book you. You lovely lady." It's like, oh god. But he's done it to everyone. Good. Um, I mean, uh, where there's money, where there's look, money. A proper fan. <laughs> Can you? say that you bother I was, them? I was trying to think of a, of a phrase, but all like in my head was where there's muckless brass, which does not apply. Let's make that very clear when it comes to bookings. But all I'm saying is Vince McMahon, he is money. Yeah. He, he, when, he, when there's money You want to buy made. one of these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, a part, just an eggs. Okay. <laughs> I got a, a bronze of Stacey Keebler's <laughs> ass and legs. Just uh, disembodied. Well, you, you can have that. You can have a go on that for fifteen dollars. Um, Ten dollars if you if you want to fuck Booker T's eyeball. <laughs> it's his hand, which his is hand. absolutely useful. Um, <laughs> yeah. How many times did you climax? Five times. Five times. Five times. Um, but I was on Twitter, and it was such a boring technical point that I then got really obsessed with. Right. And. I remember reading a while ago, <laughs> the whole period from 2005, which is this WrestleMania, to t- the all the way through to the end of 2007, the WWE had used a different method of filming all of their programmes. Okay, and basically, yeah, yeah. at the time, they were using the old you know, film cameras. Mm. And then they'd gone digital. Yes, OK. And this was like a great leap forward. And they've always been, like a lot of sports and pornography, they've always been at the forefront mm. of going, we will have new stuff. So they've been HD since 2008. And okay. when HD came in and you could see it it was madness you'd mm. sort of go oh my god look at all their horrible pores yeah look at that back knee yeah sweating and there's Bob shit back- everywhere Bob Backlund's back knee <laughs> should be like the Piper's <laughs> Piper's pit is it Piper's pit I forget what it's called have now have been drinking I feel really tired today this, this four hour mega <laughs> mega is. wrestling I've just but, yeah but, but this one is really really murky and mm. even on the network it's just sort of bad quality mm. and it's it's not like 
a bad VHS where right. it's really fuzzy or anything. Yeah. It's just dark and sort of doesn't look good. Oh, so the cameras just hadn't got there yet, they went, effectively, right? They went to digital, and yeah. the thing about digital is it cannot be upgraded in the same way that film can. Right. So if you have film, you can chuck it on. I know people don't care about this, but I've spent so long working out what it was. That there's a very similar... There's a very... It's like um, a low bandwidth JPEG and better way raw file on a camera. Exactly. So, like, so raw gives you more scope to play with it. Exactly. Increase exposure and, and, and stuff, but... The old stuff, like your film thing, mm. it, it was really good quality. When mm. you broadcast it, it, it wasn't anything like that quality, but yeah. the quality was still there. Mm-hmm. When they went to digital, it was just a, a, a flat quality. Mm. and they've not been able to upgrade it in yeah. the same way as they've done film. So from yeah. 2005 all the way through to 2008, the quality of stuff is crap. Mm. And it's a funny thing because they don't really concentrate on this part of their history very much, and it's because it looks, looks like a shit. bit shit. Yeah, and right. this, this is really murky and grubby mm. and dirty. It reminded me of when we first got like wrestling online, and you could click on a little window and it would stream quite badly. Mm. From real player. Exactly that. Well, exactly I, think that. They, I think this is a webcast. I think this is the, one of the first webcasts they did. Where they, What's it? Where they broadcast the whole WrestleMania over the internet. So God, that'd be thrilling. That'd be thrilling. <laughs> there must be an old computer somewhere that has some actual cached data from that date streamed into their hard drive. Because obviously, like, real players and stuff would cache things. They'd, they'd keep bits of data so they, they could, if you wanted to scrub yeah. back and forth on the timeline. Do, do you that think must the be WWE somewhere? keep computers for more than three years? Or no. do you think that every three years they are gathered up and they are shredded? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. I'm thinking of the people who actually downloaded it. That's all I'm thinking. I don't know. Interesting. Mm. Is no, it? Is it? No, God no. But I, I love I this like side of obsolete things. tech. I love this side obsolete of things. Obsolete tech. I, 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 honestly, I watched, um, somebody came in, I was doing an absolute radio show and uh, yesterday, and Pete, what are you watching? And I was watching a man upgrading a video um, <laughs> processing server for his video editing um, <laughs> computer um, company. And it was just him going, yeah, so I've put this processor in. It's got a few more cores than the other. Why do I care? <laughs> I don't have a video company. I don't, I don't know how to edit anything. It's just awful. Just, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I watch a lockpicking lawyer who's a lawyer who does lockpicking. <laughs> I watch umpteen reviews of graphics cards from 2003. This is my era of like learning about graphics cards. It's pathetic. <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. Four stars. Uh, four stars. Talking about... I don't know. Oh, well, I don't even know. <laughs> we got to 500, or you, or you rather got to 500 um, reviews. I did. I did. You cajoled I, people it, into Yeah, it. that was disgusting. Apologies, everyone. I really, I really, uh, I really laid that on it thick. But hey, it really worked. Yeah. Really no worked. Jokes. Yeah, we're, uh, we're coming up to 600. <laughs> nice to get there, actually, yeah. guys. Get involved, um, guys. A thousand. <laughs> um, we, we go to our next match, which mm. is uh, we're on match two, uh, show two. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry about the time you've wasted. Uh, money in the bank. It's money in the, the bank. Ladder match yes um, thrilling it was very very good Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider's watching yes if I could are. choose two people from the world of Hollywood <laughs> as wrestling fans it would be, definitely be those two definitely be I those two I know a very very funny story about Adam Sandler okay. that, that, I mean there's no way I can even tell it on here oh wow it's regarding creative accounting um, <laughs> <laughs> what's Jack and Jill is all I'm saying. Right. Now, in a film, Jack and Jill, right, you'd imagine, again, not, not close to doing match two. <laughs> in Jack and Jill, where he plays his his character and a female uh, version of his character, i.e. the sister. Okay. Well, I'm making Does this more complex than these two. Two, two Adam checks. Sandler plays a man and a woman. Hmm. Now, 
you it's made by his company. Right. You you know the one thing that obviously you're going to do is you're going to have a shot, aren't you, where both of them are there yeah. to show that you've paid that money. Yeah. No, that shot never comes. You oh, only really? ever see them in singles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, this has got to stop now because <laughs> look, all I'm saying is, if you come to the live show at King's Place, right, I will, tell, I will invariably Jack tell and Jill that story. story. Okay, well, yeah. okay, I'll write that down. It's tied into WrestleMania 21. Is it? Yeah, because he oh. was there. Oh. Um, no, that's it. That's the tangent. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to claw it back. Right. Money in the bank, which is what Adam Sandler had at the end of, the <laughs> of Jack and Jill. It seems. Yeah, it's, um, it's all to do with the fact that they didn't, um, they didn't actually spend the money that came in. Oh, um, money um, in the bank. I thought Kane was monstrously deformed. Mark. Yes. Why the, the unmasks and he just looks like a normal guy with yeah. crazy eyes. Uh, have you seen him unmasked before? Is this did no, he unmask in two thousand four? I don't think he was unmasked in two thousand four. I want to say that this is the first time I've ever seen him unmasked. Ah, well, so. they they did a um a, a bit with with uh, Triple H, I think, unifying some belts at a pay per view with right. Kane, and uh, he ended up sort of losing his belts. Ah, oh, do you know what? I can't even remember if that feeds into what happens. He takes his mask off. Basically, <laughs> is what happens. His mask this comes is off. My face. And when they first showed him on the television, they had him sort of. He was wearing sort of almost like burnt cork on his face. Yeah, and they used a weird sort of. Film filter on the camera mm. to distort and stretch the whole thing. But then they obviously sort of went, well, back to sales into a corner there, because primarily what this is is a live business. Steve, can you do that on digital? No, God, no. Can we get glasses for everyone with this built in? <laughs> no, we cannot. Um, so, yeah, out, out he comes. They, oh. they slowly undeformed him All right, they never in the space of about seven days. <laughs> they were a bit like, oh, he's getting better. Oh, he's getting better. Just Just it, turns out, it turns out it was the mask. Yeah, it turns out the mask. <laughs> Much, too it. Tight. <laughs> Much too tight. You want to get in one like Ray Mysterio yeah. has that flops off like, like a piece of fabric. <laughs> <laughs> um, Money in the Bank uh, was devised by Chris Jericho. Mm. And he basically had come up to this WrestleMania and he realised he didn't really have a programme that he was in. Mm. And they wanted a way of doing a match that got some of the big stars uh, a payday mm. and, you know, uh, got focused on. Mm. And so Jericho had come up with this idea of a multi-participant ladder match. Right. At the same time, a writer called Brian Gewertz, who was working on Raw, he'd come up with an idea called a Hollywood Dream Ladder Match. And it was a multiple wrestler one again. And the idea would be that whoever won that match would get whatever they wanted. Mm. And Vince McMahon was like, that whatever they want is too generic. Yeah. It's, uh, it's too broad. Um, so Brian Gewertz had said, well, let's do that. Then you get a future match whenever they want uh, for the title. Yeah. And McMahon said, yes, that's good, but let's have them carry that contract in a briefcase at all times and then it becomes a storyline that runs and runs. Right, okay. So together, all of them come up with this idea. Jericho is given credit for it, even though when I tell that story about who who did what, he seems to have done the least in it. <laughs> but even on this one, when, when he's coming down to the ring, JR just goes, um, Chris Jericho as the man there who had the idea for this match. Oh. A strange thing to see, because the business that we work in, it's unusual to see like your idea when you get it onto television with people to go, that was your idea. <laughs> that was because joke. all the time you do it, when it goes well, they just go, yes, I did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's accepting the award at the British Television Awards? I guess nobody's handing out awards for anything in wrestling yeah. apart from... In, into wrestling If this had been belts. happening in the proper world of television where an idea of yours had made it to TV, Jim Ross would have said, and here comes Chris Jericho, who's an associate producer. <laughs> yes. Never a writer. Never a writer. Mark, how many times in your career as a writer mm. that writes everything have you ever been billed as writer it rather stopped, than associate it producer? It stopped in, actually, around 2005. Really? Exactly.
exactly at this point. Ah, money out the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone had watched this and they'd said, I didn't like the way that Chris Jericho got credit for his idea. We'll change that. Um, the Hollywood Dream Match idea, where they'd get whatever they wanted. Mm. The reason they'd come up with, with that being Don't so ask generic. A wrestler that, my God. <laughs> my God. Every, every one of them would just say, I just, I just want to go home for two weeks, just see my family, just heal up. Um, I just want to heal up. Stop taking these syringes. I want, I want Eddie Guerrero to get for my kid. <laughs> the, uh, the, the idea was uh, Rob Van Dam had been out injured, mm. and the idea would be that he would win this match, and he would say, "I want." ECW to return. Uh, ECW okay. was Paul Heyman's uh, very sort of not really outlaw uh, federation, but it was uh, very much uh, it, it was extreme. Mm. So it had lots of violence, it had lots of weapons, but it also had some of the best technical wrestling matches in the world. Mm. And what had happened in this period, ECW has been gone for quite a long time now. I think it shuts down in about two thousand and one, and they noticed that people still chant ECW at the people who used to be in ECW and when matches sort of turn a bit hardcore Mm. and they're enjoying them, people would chant ECW. Right. So they began to think, shall we bring it back? Mm. And they do bring it back and they bring it back later in the year. And this match was supposed to be the way that they were going to get into that. Um, RVD is is, is injured, plans change. And they bring it back in um, a couple of months away from here, in mid-2005, on a thing called One Night Stand. Mm. And... That is one of the great pay-per-views of all time. Not really for the matches, but for the reaction of the crowd. It's right. one of those pay-per-views that the crowd is the star in. And after we finish WrestleMania 21, we'll be doing ECW One Night Stand okay. before we go on to WrestleMania 22. Oh, lovely old job. Worth seeing. Yeah. Um, some of the bits in this match are really, really funny. The match itself mm. is fantastic. Yeah, it's it, really enjoyable. It, it's, it's, for the time, state of the art. Mm. It's like a spot fest, but at the same time, it's got a lot of really, really good, just well thought through character bits mm. Shelton Benjamin is 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 fantastic and just they really dropped the ball on Shelton Benjamin mm. he he was a, a regular participant in the Money in the Bank match and for about four years straight he provided the highlight in every single one of them yeah. just with this unique athleticism he, he flips off the top turnbuckle oh. um, followed by Kane you go the, or the big the big red machine or yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and, and he was fantastic I really he, enjoyed him the, he, there's a bit where he runs up a ladder which has been lent against another mm. one to get to the top and the crowd just go nuts you've never seen anything <laughs> like it these matches the problem with Money in the Bank matches are the same as Hell in the Cell so the original Hell in the Cell matches where they have you know by the time it comes to Cactus Jack being thrown off the top of it mm. they're very hard to top yeah. next year and people have a certain thing of going it was so incredible that one but what's this one going to be like it's going to be even more mm. mad and you get that with Money in the Bank, where it's this first one, they are just throwing each other off the top of ladders. Yeah. There's a bit where Christian comes off a ladder and he lands really hard with Chris Benoit, they thump. And it's one of the few times you see a wrestler in the <laughs> ring not go, oh, ow, oh, God. Christian just hits the floor and he grabs his arm and he just goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just, I think it's him that does one where he, where, he, where he jumps off a ladder onto Benoit again, I think. Um, mm. I, I, after Benoit's climbed the ladder and done a uh, kind of uh, yeah. thing, uh, which obviously... Yeah. He does his flying headbutt onto Kane on that bit off That's the ladder. It, yes. And uh, splits that, his 
stitches open. D- d- that looked bloody horrible. It did. did. It, didn't, it didn't connect with him. It didn't connect best. with him, but I tell you what, those flying headbutts are a fantastically mm. quick and simple way to give yourself a concussion. Yeah. And one of the things that came up in Benmore's autopsy is that he had a huge number of repeat concussions mm. that had really badly affected and damaged his brain. I like that um, in this ladder match, um, they didn't, you know ladder matches where they just take ages to climb up? Yeah. Like they've, they've been running around Yeah. and suddenly, oh, oh I'm so tired. Plodding. I'm so tired. The, God, God, oh, the, the air is so thin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah, it is. Uh, this this one, they go they 100 miles cr- yeah, an hour the good. whole way through. Yeah. And and the crowd, the reaction the crowd give it is so brilliant. <laughs> I, I do remember watching this match and just mm. thinking, God, I mean, we we are we are we're in a golden era here. That was wonderful. This was this was everyone was so physical and mm. so sort of it just seemed like there was no ceiling on what you could see within a match. Yeah. And this was just absolutely incredible. Intense. Um, one of my favourite bits in it, which you will not have noticed, but in mm. the opening bit, they um everyone comes out. And this is at a period where Vince McMahon has decided that good guys can't come from Canada. Right? <laughs> a mad decision. But he had a basic thing of going. Um, we're in a, we're an American company. These these people right. live and work primarily in America. If they're good guys, then they they should be American. And <laughs> if they're bad guys, we, they they can still be Canadian. <laughs> this match, only Shelton Benjamin and Kane aren't from Canada, right? <laughs> so it's really apparent. So Chris Jericho, they introduced him by saying, "Born and raised in New York." <laughs> You know, no one's ever had born and raised before no. where they come from. Born and raised in New York. He's also got f- fucking brilliant hair in this, by the way. Looks like, like, looks like healthy Kurt Cobain. Um, Chris Benoit, he is now from um, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, they just moved him around now? Yeah, right, okay. he's no longer the Canadian crippler. Right. He's, um, it's, it's, sort of, it's just so mad when you, when you do this. Christian... Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure Atlanta will be claiming him. <laughs> Christian, uh, he's a bad guy. They don't even mention where he's from. They just Yo. go, and Christian... <laughs> Well, that's, that is the problem because he's got quite a formal... People have that name. Yeah. So I've never got on with Christian really because when you said you had a dream, a literal dream match yeah. and you had a dream that you were wrestling Christian at WrestleMania or whatever and it was like a un- slightly underwhelming dream, yeah. his, his name just doesn't resonate for me, no, Christian. it sticks with this this when they were the brood, Edge, Christian yeah. and Gangrel. But neither of those three names have anything in common anyway. No. It's not like a thing where you go, <laughs> I can see why they called yeah, them Yeah, they that. weren't named after like disciples or anything. Yeah. It was just like... Edge. Oh, yeah. Edge, Christian, and Gangrel. There is no Gangrel's overlap. <laughs> oh, Gangrel's meatballs. Was uh, it meat, Gangrel's meatballs? Uh, Gangrel meatballs? is copyright of Ukes. Thank you very much. <laughs> when you used to play the PlayStation WWE games, that would be one thing that came up, and it would sort of say um, THQ. It's in the game, whatever yeah. it be. EA Sports. That Act, was Activ- Activision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there'd be a one of the loading screens would just say Gangrel is property of Ukes or, <laughs> so or White Wolf Creations right, LLC. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a thing about. Did you? I think I think someone did talk, explain this to me on Twitter after we'd mentioned it on a mm. podcast before. But it was owned by a company, and that some reason the, the WWE leased it. Just <laughs> it was such a good idea, oh, Gangrel. Gangrel. Well, we can't live without <laughs> that name. <laughs> we, we'll have to license that because if we don't get Gangrel, it, it makes no sense of Edge and Christian. <laughs> they must be so. They must have been so annoyed about that. Like that must have really rankled with uh, with Vince. Mm. The whole Hulk Hogan having yeah. to give a load of money to Marvel every time. Like you know, it's just, they yeah. must have been like. Why did we shoot? Why were we so stupid? <laughs> we used we to were, be, we used to be like on the ropes, and now yeah. we're doing well. I'm annoyed about this deal yeah, I've exactly. signed. We used to be punching upwards. This used to be. This is. Oh, I don't know. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Yep. It is time for the first ever sumo match. We're going to send it up to our ring announcer, Tony Chimmel. I like it oh, as well yeah, where yeah, Kane, yeah. as he comes in, they just set all a load of ladders on fire <laughs> behind him. And as the match goes on, occasionally you can catch a glimpse of them. No one puts them out. They're just like burning ladders. Um, JR, uh, Christian there, eating more ladders than... And he goes, I don't know where to go next to this. <laughs> <laughs> then the law should allow. Then the law should allow. Is yeah. that what we went for? Yeah. Then? Right, okay. Yeah. The, I must have uh, missed that one. The law doesn't allow you, per se, to eat ladders. It no. just no one's worked out legislation that, that incorporates your consumption I'm of ladders. To, I'm trying to think who, who actually would. Roy Castle on uh, uh, the gr- 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 Guinness, Guinness Book of Records. Book of records. Yeah, I mean, he, he was, was the man, host. He yeah. didn't have to break allow, all the records himself. Would, yeah, but he would probably allow a man to eat, the man who comes on and eats the, an aeroplane. You're right. Uh, Norris McWhorter, isn't Norris it? Norris McWhorter. Yeah. Oh, no. no which, was it Ross? Yeah. Which one was shot the dart the by the IRA? Uh, that was Ross, that although was I Ross. think they both shared uh, similar as twins right-wing politics. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so he should have said, Christian, eating more ladder than Norris McWhorter would allow. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't make sense. Under his role as the adjudicator on the great, 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 why am I thinking Great British Bake Off? <laughs> the Guinness World Records. But Norris McWhorter would never not allow you to eat ladders because he'd be like, well, this is a world record attempt. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. If anything, it, it would make you eat more ladders. Dear Jim Ross. <laughs> Re-WrestleMania 21, brackets 2005. <laughs> These are letters we should be writing in. I enclose the Wikipedia article of Norris McWhorter. Um, I'll under, print it out, Ross. Let cross out Ross. <laughs> under drawing of... Um, a Virgil. Of <laughs> yeah. um, Please don't let this be intercepted by American customs, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine it's some kind of misdemeanor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, oh, but yes, what a what a thrilling match. That was wonderful. Um, everyone is great in this. And you also see mm. what you see here is Edge finally making the transition to being a bona fide main eventer. Mm. And he does that by being a bad guy. One of those funny things, if it's, it's easier to be a bad guy in wrestling than it is a good guy. Yeah. Because a good guy is boring and has to do the right thing, whereas a bad guy can do anything and yeah. it's all up to you and you can go sort of totally over the top with it. Interestingly, in this WrestleMania, Randy Orton, he, he's a bad guy in his match against The Undertaker. He'd spent the previous year as a good guy mm. and it was a disaster. Well, I thought he would come on to it, but he, he's so much better as a bad guy because he's got quite an evil face. He's a sh- little Ooh, shit, isn't he? There's something about him that he's just an arrogant, cocky little shit. He's Johnny Football Hero, isn't he? Yeah. Johnny E is Josh Hartnett. He's he's Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, and handsome, muscular. Yeah, Ooh, and are it, you? he's like one of those guys who'd, who'd be in one of those documentaries that uh, I watched recently about consent on American campuses. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be going through his phone, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh God. I mean, he has not been involved in any of that. Let's make that very clear. No, but no, he's not. the sort of he, it's, he's got the sort of aesthetic. It's it's the look, isn't the it? The bra. It's also the Chad. It, it is. We're two incels talking about Chads. <laughs> chads and what do they call women who go out with Chads? Chads are like the muscular men who um, are conventionally attractive. Yeah. And you're the man in the basement I, going, I'm yeah, playing yeah. I'm going to play Fortnite for a bit. <laughs> Masturbate to 4chan. Um, but they call, is it Sheila's? I can't remember. But um, Chads are the, are the Johnny Football heroes that they rally against. Uh-huh. And the Sophies or the something, yeah, the women who go out with the chads oh. that never give the um, m- m- young men with terrible BO oh and gosh. Cheetos dust. If you're, the a, if you're a really attractive woman, buy a ticket for our show, please. <laughs> um, we, Why do we, you want to go to the other shows with the attractive men? Why can't you give good guys a chance? Yeah. Oh, no. Mm. You've got to sit there going you to your... fucking bitch. Going to see so your, your Richard Herring. Your, your alphas. The good boy. The doughboys The boys are on, I see. Oh, you'll be wanting to see that, won't you? All of the, inc- all of the <laughs> incels. They always sort of go, Why won't they go with a nice guy like me? So, it's because you call him a bitch at the end of it. <laughs> fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. <sighs> um, let's talk about Eugene. <laughs> Mark, he's a new chap. He he's is. He's a new chap. Uh, I was watching this and I thought, is this okay? And then two minutes later I'm like... Wasn't the worst thing I saw in this bit. Uh, no, it isn't. Uh, Eugene, Eugene is one of those things. This is a... This is not a gimmick if you are a wrestler that you particularly want to get. No. Because are you going to be the next Hulk Hogan? Probably no. not. No. Probably not. What you're going to be is you're going to be the kid's favourite. Right. It's yeah. a little bit like Doink mm. in that respect. And until you go bad, then you can't really do very much with no. it other than be nice. Oh, can so, you, oh so is he like a little Nicky kind of um, disabled boy, basically? He's a disabled boy, Mark. He is. There's, there's, no two, there's no two ways about it. He is, and he's the third most He is a bearded little boy with learning difficulties. That, yeah. that is it. Now, the hard thing about this is Nick Dinsmore, who's the guy who portrayed mm. the moving character of Eugene, <laughs> um, he was regarded as being one of the very best technical wrestlers in really? the world at that time. And he really sort of had unlimited upside. And they gave him this uh, gimmick. And the weird thing is, of course, is this is a gimmick. This is a man essentially pretending to be a... I mean, what is he? Well, the thing, the thing, it doesn't allow him to do any fucking wrestling. That's the problem. No. Really? Like, slightly the gimmick was, 
he was very, very good in the ring. Mm. And so he'd team with William Regal, uh, or he'd, you know, have those matches where he'd mm. suddenly be great and technically really proficient. Right, okay, yeah. And that was a sort of, ah, oh, that's right, don't but underestimate the, yeah. you know... The, the, the disabled boy. The outside, the you know. Boy. You judged him, didn't you? You judged this bearded little man <laughs> who is twiddling his hands in a funny way and, and singing nursery rhymes. Interesting. But it turns out suit. he's actually good at technical wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Which is the dream. More for Which you. Which is the dream. Um, I said, he, he did this gimmick as well as it could have been done. But, no. But, I mean, just yeah, what it a... Was, I, it was te- technically a good performance. I suppose they were a... thinking something for the kiddies, but, right. I mean, was that the best thing to... I don't know. To, to say that... This is still 2005, I guess. Yeah, to say that, like, you know, um, simple-minded, bearded men... Are your friends? I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that. Well, um, uh, I sent a screenshot of uh, as soon as I saw Eugene, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I sent it to my friend Craig, and he sent me the following quote uh, on the June 29th uh, recording of SmackDown: Eugene debuted for the brand, losing to the to the great Carly. Oh, <laughs> what wow. a and he went, "That's a match I never thought I'd uh, want to watch." <laughs> and then he suddenly. sent me a link. Then he sent me a link to it and said, "It's." Uh, I said, that, "That's a match I will never want to watch." And then he sent me a link. And goes only four minutes. <laughs> Honestly, watch it. Eugene comes out and he goes, uh, and then the great Carly comes out and he picks him up once, throws him to the floor, picks him up again, throws him to the floor, and then just puts a foot on his chest. <laughs> see, and that's is, it. This is the thing where I sort of I didn't I didn't really know that bit. And I thought I can what? see what they're doing. They're trying to appeal to the kids, and then you've got this good gimmick. But what you've just said is that when they first introduce him, they go, Yeah, the gimmick's fucking crap. Just have him have him monstered. <laughs> have him monstered one, by Carly. One minute, one minute that lasted. Um, Jesus Christ. Well, I mean did, the, the did, nice thing is you, you sort of go is this uncomfortable is it not is it walking a line and then you you go actually I feel okay with this this isn't going horribly mm. the audience are also being very well behaved they yes. were always really well behaved around Eugene oh really funny thing audiences never really sort of started going you know I'm not going to do the noise no we all know the noise we all know the uh, noise no one started doing that even and even in the Juggalo, Juggalo Championship Wrestling he joined in October 2007 I should imagine he had a rough time <laughs> Of course, he ended up in Juggalo Championship Wrestling, the insane clown posse related to Juggalo Championship Wrestling uh, company. Uh, have you been watching um, a lot of? I'm about to call him Ultra Human, Superhuman. Is he? No. He's the little lad who uh, will dive through barbed wire for right, all okay. the juggalos and juggalettes. Um, oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think you might have sent me that. He's a yeah. lot of fun, that he, lad. He is, he is. I'm really pleased to see he's doing a storming line of merchandise as well. Right. He is He has absolutely found a, an audience, and he is milking it, and uh, God bless him. Marvellous stuff. Um, <laughs> I forgot about him. <laughs> the, um, Brilliant. As soon as you begin to go, okay, I do actually feel like this is on safer ground, yeah. because this is being handled okay. Out mm. comes Mohammed Hassan <laughs> and Davari. Um, we've talked about Mohammed Hassan before. Yeah. At the end of the episode we did about the September the 11th, 2001 Smackdown mm. so we have actually been over uh, Mohammed Hassan yeah. so we won't get into all of that yeah. um, I've, I've got a couple of little updates on him um, he uh, Mohammed Hassan his real name is Mark Capani yes. he is an Italian American hence in this in this bit he, he plays a, speaks uh, English Muslim and, terrorist yeah, yeah. yeah. Norm, normally in this bit you'd have the, the, the guy who is with you in the ring mm. uh, who's your sidekick yeah. in this case Davari Davari would be the guy who was translating, translating for and you be, and you would be speaking Arabic that's the way it's always worked. But of course, because he's Italian-American and not Arabic at all, not from the Middle East, he can't speak Arabic. So they've got a mouthpiece <laughs> who is talking in Arabic. Uh, and so it's a total sort of reversal of it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, all I hope is that Davari, in, in you know, whichever language he's speaking, is just saying, if you can understand me now, I'm 
really sorry about this. <laughs> Context is everything. Context is everything. And this history will not judge us well. It's misguided, but I reckon we can turn it around and foster better relations. Now, back to the offensive bit. <laughs> back to watching uh, a, a Muslim terrorist uh, grabbing a, a, a disabled boy's neck and <laughs> pretending to slash it. Yes, he is, uh, yeah. A.K. like the all of the ISIS videos. Yes. Mm. Um, if only Hulk Hogan had been able to be para-dropped, is that a thing? <laughs> Into ISIS heartland, because out he comes yeah. and saves the day. Yeah. Um, he he cannot do a leg drop, which is the thing the audience are very much waiting for. So he he's comes got, out, throws them about, does his big boot, his hips are shot. He cannot do a leg drop. So it's a weird thing where they're sort of going, hey, he's done the big, big, big boot, you know what comes next? Oh, he's throwing him out. Hey, he's got the other one. He's throwing him in the thing, big boot, you know what? He's throwing him out as well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Great. Is he going to do it on Eugene? Doesn't quite happen. Doesn't quite happen. Hulk Hogan had been um, put into the Hall of Fame uh, the night before. <laughs> and he was we'll still, talk about that. They show a little out. bit of that at the end. And he was still out. <laughs> still drinking. Um, the uh, Mark Capani, who was, who was the guy who played Mohammed Hassan, he did cut, fall out of wrestling. And, right, yeah, yeah. You know, who can blame him? Watching that back, I'd totally forgotten that this bit happened. Yeah. And I did think, at least, you know, for going through this horrible thing that he went through, which has been given this character mm. that was a lightning rod for controversy, and then when, you know, the, the, the UPN and, and the uh, the TV networks began saying, we do not want this character on, they just sort of went, oh, you're fired. <laughs> you yeah. know, not our problem anymore. Mm. So I felt for him, but he, he did get out of wrestling, you can understand why. And he is now, it, it was announced last week, it sort of came up in a news mm. thing, he's now a... Um, junior high school principal oh, in New York of course he is um, he, there's a quote from him he said it's going to be a lot of work but I can't wait to be able to work with my staff to motivate students to be the best version of themselves if they don't I will behead them just like I did <laughs> with man boy Eugene I, uh, he didn't say the last bit he didn't say my the last bit my record with children's with learning disabilities <laughs> is second to none I can just see that thing last week where they went congratulations we'd like to offer you the job and Mark Capani would have been thinking please God don't let the door go now and someone go wait a minute watch this DVD <laughs> it won't be on ADVD no. <laughs> he also wrote some graphic novels as well he won a couple of awards oh did he yeah with it was called a graphic novel he wrote with it, Shad Gaspard of Crime Time oh, Assassin's okay, Son yeah. won several awards for best original independent graphic novel oh yeah. that's good well I'm really you know I'm glad for him because <laughs> I, did, I did watch this bit and I think you know he did have that terrible time mm. but I'd forgotten this bit, and he can actually say, I was in the ring with Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania, and I had that key thing. And actually, I was thinking, would I, if they said to me, right, you've would got... Would you take that? Yeah, would I have taken moment? it then? And knowing that they, they went, but at the end of it, you just you get beaten up by Hulk Hogan yeah. at WrestleMania. I think I'd have probably gone, do you know what? It would be a terrible year, but yes, I'll take that. <laughs> I will take that. So, well done. They can never take that away from him. Um, and then Hogan rips his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. He's always, he's never got a hem. No. To any of his shirts, so they're easier to tear. I want to see him tear one with a hem. Have you ever tried as a child to do <laughs> no. the Hulk Hogan thing? No. The hem doesn't it's, rip. It's no. Right? no. Structural integrity. So when you pull it, yeah. you'll sort of go, oh God, it's not ripping, so I'm going to go for the lower bit. And then you get your fingers in that, and that does rip, and that's great. But then you're left with this. With a chalker. It, it looks like a sort of shit cape. <laughs> yeah, with a really thin bit. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Hogan when we get to the Hall of Fame right, as well. Okay, yeah. But um, who. who <laughs> 
<laughs> JR, JR, at one point, he's, they're trying to say why Mohammed Hassan's not on WrestleMania. Right. And they've set it up that he didn't want to wrestle. <laughs> JR says, he's not wrestling at WrestleMania because he's all worried about racism. <laughs> he says, oh, these terrorists. Oh. What will their next demands be? <laughs> I really racism. thought, well, this hasn't worked out well. If you're all worried about WrestleMania, I won't wrestle. No, I'm now in the fucking ring with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this is no good. Um, Hulk Hogan, of course, people will say, oh, he wasn't racist. Hulk Hogan himself admitted uh, being a racist to a point. Um, that <laughs> okay. was uh, uh, the the uh, after his uh, sex tape was uh, mm. was leaked. Um, it's unfair to call it his sex tape. A a recording of him engaging in sex with a friend's wife yeah. was leaked. Um, and after some spaghetti, I think he'd eaten some spaghetti. That's and he right. His stomach going. Um, I ate too much. He uh, expressed disgust with the notion of his daughter with, uh, being with any black man, and he repeatedly used a racial slur. What's interesting, apart from the, the fact that all of that story is interesting, is that. He was in the Hall of Fame this year, 2005. Mm. Um, when that happened, they actually took him out of the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, he wasn't reinstated again until 2018. So he, mm. he he would be in the Hall of Fame until 2015, and then he'd have three years on the wilderness until they felt that he had uh, made enough public apologies and uh, learnt his lesson. Something which is worth saying, a number of the African-American wrestlers in the WWE's locker room in 2018 did not feel that he'd done. No, I don't really buy it either, to be honest, Mark. African-American or not. Uh, racist uh, up to a point. Hogan's uh, family hangs out with uh, David Arquette, and obviously he... They they don't reference David Arquette, do they? <laughs> I don't think they do. I think they sort of flash past. I'm like, is that David Arquette? Yeah. Is David Arquette just hanging out? There's a really odd thing where they show, <laughs> like Adam Sandler and that or horrible Shire, bloke who's Schneider. like Schneider, Schneider, yeah. And then they show someone from CSI <laughs> or whatever. Yes! You know. That was so weird. David Arquette is not just a bigger name than everyone there mm. but Sandler. But David Arquette was the former WCW world champion right, in 2000. Okay. And basically, I think they look oh, at so that period... Then, is it? Right. They look at that period as being so embarrassing <laughs> that they refuse to even go, it's David Arquette. Yeah. Now, David Arquette seems really nice. He loves wrestling. He yeah. still does wrestling. You know, mm. uh, he's done some recently. He, he shocked the world with some garbage wrestling, didn't he? With <laughs> Nick Gage, like, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. There's blood everywhere. Uh, yeah. That was, wrestling. That was unfortunate. He did get a horrible <laughs> nick in his neck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he clearly loves wrestling. And when he was involved with WCW, WCW made a movie called Ready to Rumble mm. in 2000, which he was in. And as part of it, they ended up giving him the WCW world title in about right, 2000. Okay. Now, he is a big wrestling fan. He was excited to get the belt, but at the same time, he realised, you know, this was very unpopular. If yeah. he was a fan, he wouldn't have liked it. What he did was, without telling anyone, it only came out many years later, was all of the money that he'd earned from WCW during that run, he had given to the fan families of Brian Pillman and Owen Hart who had died oh. in I think 1999 right so a thoroughly good guy yeah. a guy who loves wrestling he's mentioned before he'd love to be in the Royal Rumble I think he was mentioning it this year saying mm. oh, I would love to be in the Royal Rumble it'd be great you know it'd be really nice and WWE obviously resent the fact that he had this belt <laughs> right. that Triple H wants and likes <laughs> and they just they, they, they it's really odd to say there's all of Hogan's family and they just ignore David Arquette I think that is one of the it's going to be like a match man thing where they refuse to ever deal with him <laughs> it, uh, for reasons that will never be entirely so clear. interesting. I was um, I was chatting to um, 
uh, Billy Corgan from the Smash, Smashing Pumpkins. Who was weekend. also at this WrestleMania? They was didn't he? show him on the screen. Did they yeah. not? Ah, no. Well, he, he mentioned. I said. I said. I've since we last spoke, Billy. I've, I've started watching a bit of wrestling. Oh, you caught the bug. <laughs> caught the bug, man. Um, uh, and I was yes, yeah, just... hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll wait till we get to the Undertaker Randy Orton. We will be talking about Hep C. Oh, okay. uh, it's worth saying Billy Corgan has invested a lot of money in Huge a ones. lot of different wrestling things that yeah. have never quite taken off. No. So, Billy, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll want to sink some more money into I something that's I should have offered. I should have asked him. I should yeah. have asked. Well, he was sort of like talking about... I asked, I asked him whether um, he'd seen any of the... Uh, is it AEW? The, yeah. Uh, the... Um, Cody uh, Rhodes, Cody Rhodes stuff. Uh, and the young and he was uh, and he and he gave us some choice. I'll try and stick it on the end of a podcast at some point. But he gave us some choice uh, quotes. Uh, slightly barbed. Um, yeah. We worked with him at NW, uh, NWA, NWA, NWA the, and a couple yeah. of other things. We worked with him. I'm um, I'm pleased how he has managed to re um, reimagine himself as like a businessman and stuff, which sounded a little barbed. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a bit funny when you're sort of going, "You're not welcome into our business community." When you used to be in the Smashing Pumpkins, I mean, <laughs> you, you've got to be able. Allowed to do different things from time to time, but you wish them all the best. You know, I'm not a baby it's... anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an amazing catchphrase for a child wrestler. You could do. I'm not a baby anymore. Instantly knocked over by the great Carly, it's straight the in a dustbin. Eugene, <laughs> Eugene too. Eugene Tombs. Eugene. Eugene Tombs from the X Files. Eugene, Eugene. Eugene I ain't no baby anymore. <laughs> well, when Eugene went to the Juggalo Championship Wrestling he rebranded as Eugene but it was like U-Haul U-Gene <sighs> Do you know what I don't think that the name Eugene has as much currency as Eugene believes it does no, You're right You're right um, <laughs> But he's still got the costumes and he's going to fucking wear them Yeah, um, yeah uh, but Billy Coggs said uh, yeah he wishes him all the best and uh, he knows how hard it is to um, have a company well, He's, 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 he's tanked enough for them He certainly made it look hard doesn't he <laughs> um, oh, Astonishing Right don't forget we uh, have our live show at yes. King's Place uh, that's taking place in September September. Uh, it's Wrestle Me 2 and we'll be taking a bar at SummerSlam 1991. So yes. if you'd like to get tickets, kingsplace.co.uk. And I'll be dressed as Eugene. Wrestle Me Mark! Wrestle Me Peter! This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.